will ask them questions. They always want to know like what your fight experience is. Okay. Are you fighting out of a gym? You know, those are things that you have to know to be able to okay. match appropriately. You know, you want to sure. make a good match. I always love to tell, you know, people who come in that think that only fighters train in the yeah, gym, right? Yeah. It's only for fighters, only for professionals or whatever. Um, you don't have to be a fighter to go train. You right. know, there's, there's police officers in there. There's... Monday, Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you guys' weekend was awesome. Mine was a little crazy, but that doesn't stop me from releasing some dope episodes like the one I have for you today. But before I introduce my guest for today, of course, I got to let you know, please follow the podcast. And if you're not following me on social media, go ahead and do that. I'm pretty much everywhere under the same name, Dalton K. Jensen. In fact, that's where you can go to sign up for the newsletter. You can go to daltonkjensen.com. Sign up for the newsletter, Mentality Monday, where I give you tips and tricks, introduce my guests a little bit further, and keep you up to date with everything the podcast. You can also do one more thing for me. If you're really loyal, want to show your love, please text me. Text podcast to the number 801-441-3705. 801-441-3705. Texting is the best. That's the easiest for me. But any of the other methods work, social media, newsletter, texting, all of that, just show the love. So with all that being said, let me introduce today's guest, Alexis Whitney, who is the owner of SLC Muay Thai. She had a fantastic story of how that whole business came about. I really enjoyed our conversation. She is a huge proponent for local MMA. She has a ton of her students go fight all the time. She, uh, it, it was a great conversation. So you guys will learn a lot about growing a business and being involved in the community. And uh, we had a lot of other fun uh, little spinoffs as well. This was recorded live at our studio. So tune in, strap in. It was awesome. Without further ado, Alexis Whitney, and please don't forget to share this with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome, everybody. This is Dalton Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. I'll make sure that we can all that out. <laughs> but uh, Alexis, it's great to have you here. Great I know it's be been here. it's been a long time coming. Yes. Um, and I know you. How did we meet originally? By the way, it wasn't I it. Even know. <laughs> I think it was like through Connect Probably Utah. Probably Connect Utah. And yeah. we we were I think we were just virtual assisting and we were kind of doing mm-hmm. some of that stuff, right? Uh, and then I learned that you, uh, you have a nine to five. I or did. You did have a nine to five. Yes. Okay. But now you run the SLC Muay Thai. SLC full-time. Muay Thai full time. Okay. Yeah. Tell, tell us more about. Hey, so I like that though. You you had your nine to five until until it was, you were ready to jump to SLC Muay Thai? No, um, I was actually <laughs> uh, laid off of my nine to five, which was kind of oh, a blessing in disguise. Okay. I don't think I would have gone willingly. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was looking for some other things to do. That's when I was talking to you about like virtual assisting stuff. Yeah. Just trying to figure out, you know, how I can put my skills into play and my fiance was like, you know, you've got a chance to go hundred percent at the gym. Why don't you? Yeah. So here we are. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. He's very supportive <laughs> of all of my ventures. I'm very lucky. And you know what? Side note. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that in this hustle culture, I'm, I'm sure you probably follow like a lot of this, like hustle culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's funny when people are like, you know, your parents aren't going to support you or think, or like, you know, everybody's yeah. going to like, nobody's going to like, 
And that hasn't been my experience at all. No. With with like, so it's like the, the wrong people, right? <laughs> if, if the people you're around aren't cheering you on, like those are not your people. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, but just in general, like I don't know. I've never had my parents or anybody kind of like bash me for for doing something like that, yeah. like opening a CBD store or starting a podcast. Like nobody really ever. Yeah. Why would you ever do that? I don't know. I've kept my nine to five because I like it. But yeah. So maybe that might be why. But yeah, for sure. Know. I mean, I'm sure there's no matter what you do, somebody's always got an opinion. Right. And I kind of learned that early on when my family first took over the gym, you know, um, we were kind of in a in a scramble. Uh, The old owner kind of took off uh, unexpectedly. Um, We expected him to be around, but I didn't kind of put it together that he was looking to be completely out from under the gym. Okay. so there's some miscommunication with that and, you know, really just trying to keep keep the place open. Yeah. You know, a lot of hearsay, oh, they're not going to make it. They won't be able to keep the doors open. They won't be able to keep classes going. But that's crazy. It was really just my commitment to keeping the gym open for the people. You know, it was never about trying to make money or, you know, trying to be the best out there. We were really in survival mode from the beginning. And it's just been building, building, building ever since. That's cool. So tell us the story. So you're saying that did you guys buy the gym? Yeah. So my family bought the gym back in 2016. My mom bought it. Okay. Um, And then this year, last year, as of October, I took over fully. So I am now the sole owner. Okay. And operator, which is a little stressful, but. Yeah. You got to, you got to run all that. That's insane. So you, and you run, um, you run a lot of classes out of there. Muay Thai. Yeah. So we started as just a Muay Thai gym. Um, Like I said, the gym was open uh, by an old Thai fighter about 10 years ago. Um, so it was just Muay Thai to begin with about three classes a day. Um, we brought in, let's see, I think it was 2016 Gustavo Rodriguez jujitsu team moved in. Okay. Familiar with those guys. I'm not, but I mean, there's there's a lot of good jujitsu in Salt Lake. Yeah. Well, he's got, uh, teams like out in Tooele. They have his program out in Tooele and then up at like one hit, he teaches up at one hit. So, Oh, is he, is he still running around? Oh, yeah. He's he teaches it. I know one hit pretty regularly. And then he's at our gym uh, for noon classes. Um, yeah, oh, that's he's, cool. You know, Aldo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hit, yeah, that's yeah. his brother in law. So Aldo's married to Gustavo's sister. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I Damn have I've only gone up to one hit. They have like open mat on Saturdays. Oh, cool. And Zach Partridge fights yeah. out of one hit. Yep. So I go up with Zach and Jason. And because Jason just started jujitsu, but it I wasn't one that. hit. Yeah, he's going down to Sierra. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I thought it was. Yeah, I, but I know I knew Jason really well from the car business days. Okay. So when he wanted to start his podcast, I was like, hell yeah, bro. I know that that's what inspired you, right? Yes. To start yep. your podcast. That was it. Because he he was like one one day. Uh, he was like, let's do a podcast. It was it was December like. November, December, 2019, mm-hmm. he wanted me to just come on. I had just started a CBD thing and he was like, Hey, why don't, why don't you come on and talk about it? We'll catch up. You can be one of our, you know, cause he knew that I liked fighting. Yeah. Um, and we were supposed to do it in person cause he, they used to record at the Salt Lake city community college yep. <laughs> and then the pandemic hit and we ended up recording, uh, on Streamyard. but yeah, those guys are cool. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's how I know one hit that I go up there, but so maybe I've seen Gustavo. I don't know. Yeah, that's possible. Um, so yeah, we, we've had his team with us since 2016. So GRBJJ SLC, uh, operates out of our, our establishment. And then we've also got snake pit MMA who's been with us for two years now. 
Oh, that's cool. So yeah, Snake Pit. That's uh, Jake the Snake Paul, the real Jake Paul. The real Jake. Yes, yes, I've seen. Yes, I've seen. <laughs> him. I've, I've I've heard. Yes. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Uh, okay. Did pro MMA for a little bit. He did uh, all kinds of stuff: kickboxing, Muay Thai, uh, X arm. And jousting. That's my <laughs> favorite. Yeah. Like like horse on yeah. horses jousting? Do you remember? Did you ever watch Knights of Mayhem? No. That was like a whole like show. About <laughs> it was on Nat Geo, I think. Uh, it's on Prime now. So That's cool, though. I mean, Jake's going to kill me. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> but I think it's That's... just one of those fun, fun and, things. Uh, okay. Hold on. Because jousting used to be like a gnarly sport like that was like a it death is, sport yeah. it still is this do they still do the same things or what are They're they doing riding now? on horses with sticks man like big wooden like yeah they they do the thing check it out oh my god yeah, go that's like midi because like back then clips on youtube yeah back then it was like but in the medieval times it was like you could die oh yeah like you were killing people like that's how yeah. they that's crazy Serious man business. wow <laughs> all right I'm down. Yeah. So okay. So so they you run you run a lot of operations out of there. Yep. So we've got like I said, Snake Pet MMA. We've got Gustavo Rodriguez, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um. So he does gi Jiu Jitsu. We do a little bit of no gi in the MMA program. Sure. Uh, no gi wrestling, striking. Who, who helps you with wrestling? Uh, that's Jake. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Dude, uh, it's so crazy. Like, unless you like go to an MMA gym. There's no like wrestling programs, like yeah. adult wrestling, like clubs or anything. At least not that I found. I don't know. I haven't. I don't looked. think so. I'm just barely starting to get into grappling. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, you're because you're just Muay Thai, right? Yeah. Or I've you done used Muay Thai. Be, yeah. Used to, used to be just Muay Thai for the past seven going on eight years. Oh, that's cool. They're finally getting me, getting me in jujitsu. Uh-huh. I've taken like a handful of classes, but starting to go to their nogi class and yeah. hang with the MMA guys. Yeah. I like, I like jujitsu mainly because it's just really it was a, it was a pretty easy transition from wrestling. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know. I also just don't like hitting. I'll be honest with you. I don't yeah. like, I don't like punching. Like if we get enough, like if I'm ever in a fight, like even when I was young or I didn't punch Yeah. or anything, we would just, we would just wrestle. Yeah. Basically. Right. There's, I, I've kind of found like there's two kinds of people, right? Yeah. People yeah. that like the striking and people who like grappling. And then you have crazy people who like both and do the yeah. MMA. Yeah. Yeah, for real, for real. Like I did, I had one, I had one a- amateur MMA fight in mm-hmm. my life. Oh, cool! And it was right after, excuse me, right before I served a mission. <laughs> right, before, I served right an LDS before, mission. Okay. Right before, like it was crazy. Dang. Like we've had that fight, and yeah, I didn't do a lot of punching. Like I, like a couple jabs, but then I remember it ended with like Default a su- to what, su- you know, suplex, kind of. like kind of thing, nice. and he didn't tuck and roll, so he Dang. landed on his head. <laughs> but but that's kind of the scary thing with amateur i've gotten in this conversation with zach yeah about amateur mma rules because mm-hmm. i'm like you get somebody in there because like essentially you have places like uh steel fist mm-hmm. where they'll just take any, you out of your garage one yeah day. those independent fighters yeah they'll yeah. just be like oh you Mixing wake up in. one day i want to fight yeah <laughs> and i'm like i remember <laughs> i remember going to a steel fist fight and there was an amateur fighter an independent and he had like basketball shorts on, like oh, below yeah. his knees and stuff. And Did I they was tape like, them? sometimes if they've got pockets, they'll like tape the pocket. I don't know, but I, I, I don't remember, but I remember he was wearing like long shorts and I was like, what? dude, you can't let this kid in there. Wow. I was like, I could not believe that they let him in there. I was like, his pants are going to fall off. 
he's gonna get beaten up and then and, that and happened, that's actually. exactly what happened <laughs> i was like dude you can't do that that's funny and so no me and zach just kind of go back like there was one time i in in amateur fighting mm-hmm. head kicks aren't allowed they are now oh that's where okay that's mm-hmm. where we had the discussion it was like they they are allowed now and i was like you know and he was like well you gotta know how to defend yourself and i'm like right hundred percent. Well, I, I agree think with the you. thing is, um, with MMA, they're smaller gloves. Yeah. No shin pads. So it's less, less protection. Yeah. Right. Usually even for Muay Thai, we yeah. will block it. Yeah. Head kick with both hands. Um, Hey, how you doing there? I just wanted to take a quick second and introduce myself. My name is Dre Raka. That's D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A. Yes, that is my legal first and last name. Don't at me. And I wanted to welcome you to my podcast, two of them. I have the Unrestricted Show with me, Dre Raka, and that's where I get to sit down with some of my friends and we chat about life. We chat about new businesses, just everything with me and my homies. And then I also have my other podcast called the Isolation 20 Podcast, where it is mostly just me and we talk about different things from sports to uh, movies and of course the are you dumb moment where I give somebody 15 seconds of fame for being completely dumb and you know I sprinkle in some pranks in there we have a lot of fun on that podcast so definitely come on over and uh, give me a listen give me a a a try trial version if you will allrock.com is where you can find me that's a-l-l-r-a-w-k.com and I hope you have the day you deserve so I can see where they were coming from with that but but I mean, my it's great but, that we got that yeah, pushed through. I mean, it's more more tools. Yeah, more tools. But my thing was like, I was like, because I was for no head kicks, and here's oh, why, yeah. and here's why. Okay, because you have kids walking in there with no experience. Yeah, and if you get somebody who even kind of knows what they're doing, that's a Whoa. that's a head kick. Yeah, that, it can be. That's gnarly. I mean, unforgiving. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying no head kick. Like I love MMA, but I'm just saying. Like Amateur head ki- head kicks are for like pros, like because if this guy gets knocked out, he he was a pro, you know. Yeah, he, he's got a lot of experience. Like like in like <laughs> in wrestling, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in wrestling, like suplexes and stuff, yeah. right? Um, only in freestyle, only for people who've gone through it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could have somebody walk on the mat without, but the I'll tell you what, any good coach is going to tell you the first day how to. Uh, if you get if you're going for a ride, like you're going for a ride, yeah. And so I was, but I mean, I love Zach. And that was the only thing we were ever have ever gone back and forth on. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'm not going in there. So I don't care, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's interesting. Yeah. I think he was probably one of the people that helped push that through. Yeah, probably. You know, they were. Yeah. They were Which is great. Them, I mean, so. like, I, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I was just because he he posted in their damage plan group. He was like, what do you guys think? And um, and I was like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, no, what? terrible idea. <laughs> I was no like, way. no, we should not let head kicks. And he was like, well, and he had a lot of good points. He was like, well, you know, you should be ready for that. You should not have defended. Yeah. Yada, 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 right. And I'm like, yeah, but dude, I, I was just at a steel fist fight and this kid was barely 18 in yeah. basketball shorts. <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe, maybe the promoters, maybe like, Hey, we want a kid who's like, I don't know. Do some due diligence, maybe. What? How do they? How do they do that? Do they just take? I mean, I know Steel Fist does. Well, they do. Do they do any like kind of things? They uh, they're in contact with coaches, managers, but they also I believe that they have a spot on their website where you can go like send them a line or email them. Yeah. 
apply to be a fighter pretty much. And <laughs> so, yeah. But that's it. As far as that goes, that's it. Yeah. You, you apply to be a fighter and they don't ask any other questions. They're just like, if we got... They will ask some questions. They always want to know like what your fight experience is. Okay. Are you fighting out of a gym? You know, those are things that you have to know to be able to... Okay. match appropriately you know you want to sure. make a good match and not take someone with a ton of experience and zero experience or sure. you know stylistic matchups and things like that so there's a lot at play um i know these guys put in so much work they have just lists of people who are wanting to get in there and fight oh you know? so okay so it's like a long I, I would imagine that it's a pretty long list oh yeah i'm sure um <laughs> they've just i mean they've got shows going yeah, Steel every, Fist. It just brought every other well, month or every and, month. And Fierce has one coming up. Yep. The 29th. Fierce. Is that the 29th? Yep. That 29th? January? Yeah, I think so. I bought it's tickets for it. I did a giveaway. Oh, so I can't I, I can't ever go to the fights. Like I, I go when I can, but when I can't, I'll I'll text Jason and be like, hey, I need to buy some tickets. Who do I buy them for? That's cool. Because I think it's cool that uh they that's something that's different. Like you, you buy the tickets under a fighter and he yeah. gets a little cut of it. Yeah. It's a good way to support the amateur fighters who yeah. aren't getting paid to fight, you know, right. <laughs> and it's, it's rough being a fighter. Um, that was actually one of the things I wanted to talk about yeah, uh, is sponsorships. We're looking to get sponsors for, uh, our fight team this year just to help support these guys who are going in there. Um, mm -hmm. you know, working full-time jobs, sometimes two jobs. So yeah. these guys are single dads, you know, taking care of kids and trying to, fight and prepare for a fight on top of that is just extremely consuming. It can cost these guys hundreds of dollars a month between training, one-on-ones, nutrition, you yeah, know, all yeah. of that stuff. So just a little plug, if any <laughs> small business owners out there want to Cause you get, cause we, we go on the shorts, right? Uh, yeah, we can do just depending on what we have worked out. We can throw logos on the shorts. Uh, yeah. We can cross promote with our audience. We can do, uh, put logos, banners, and stuff up at the gym. Oh, that's um, cool. We're really open to it all right now. Yeah, that and that. Yeah, and if you got, you should be reaching out to car dealerships. Yeah, <laughs> you should go to every mom and pop car dealership and ask them to support you. I will do that. Yeah, I'll put that on my list. I because, wouldn't have thought car dealerships like. Well, but, but yeah, so so that's just kind of like the okay because you think about who goes to a fight. Yeah. Right. And you're probably, and like, it's really crazy how dialed in automakers are on their customers. Yeah. Like I've worked at Honda, I've worked at Nissan, and there is a clear difference in like the type of person that walks through the door. Hmm. It's very strange. But yeah, yeah but I'm I sure mean like, thing, but yeah. it's like the people who shop at Honda don't, won't normally shop at Nissan. Yeah. And vice versa. Sometimes. Toyota um, no, yeah, Toyota. So I've so Toyota, same thing. Even though Honda and Toyota are like per, the more expensive consumer models, yeah, brands. Um, yeah, Toyota customers are very different than Honda. They've just bred these demographics that are crazy. So like, huh. but if you go to like, uh, so you think about the fighter, the type of fighter. There's a lot of guys with a lot of trucks, mm -hmm. a lot of used cars, mm -hmm. um, and not for any reason other than like that's just what they drive. Yeah. They like trucks. They Truck like used guys. cars. They like uh, Camaros and Mustangs and old cars, right? I would go, I would go hit up a used car lot. Awesome. I've got a... <laughs> like Truckland or something. Yeah. You should write that down. You, you should write that down. Because Jason's looking for... Yeah, Jason is looking for... And, and he... But he knows. But Jason, I was like, dude, you need to go just hit up a bunch of used car lot. Or like, not a bunch, like maybe take like a few, but... You know, like the big truck lands, the big, uh, uh, you know, 
supermarket used car supermarket stuff like that yeah they're great yeah and they and i i worked at a dealership like they were always like 500 bucks a thousand bucks it's like oh we can put our name up for however long all right cool that's awesome yeah all right cool and then oh yeah sorry <laughs> you're wondering what's in the microphone <laughs> nope that's his yep that's good though um but anyway but yeah it's like so and it's funny like as soon as i started you you're like oh yeah that's exactly what they drive uh-huh. <laughs> Jeep, jeeps jeep guys yeah jeep trucks they like old old muscle cars yeah you know um which is fantastic so you just go like your fans are there yeah Yeah, that's what you tell them like your fans are in my mma gym all the time yeah absolutely um but anyway so sponsorships that yeah that's a big one um because when you grab sponsorships that allows you to kind of i get yeah sponsor or like uh just bring bring them on to yeah. help them to help them move forward. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you know, a lot of costs go into getting these guys ready for fight camps. Um, someone wants to support the team, support the local fighters. Um, you know, we can always throw in some yeah. fight tickets and things like that. <laughs> make sure the crew can come out and see the fights. Uh, another one of my dreams this year is to get a projector and a screen to put inside the gym so we can do fight nights, stream fights, oh, heck yeah. and things like that <laughs> in the gym. So That's I have cool. like an ongoing list of projects all the time. Yeah, that, that would be cool to kind of like bring the bring everybody in, watch the fights. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be way cool. So you have anybody fighting on the 29th? Not on the 29th. Um, our next, we've got one on Steel Fist, which is February. And then it looks like there's a Muay Thai show in February as well. We're Man. Waiting I, on details there. So. You know, so where was it? Was FitCon like oh, a yeah. couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. And they did, they had a kickboxing one though. Mm-hmm. And Kent Mafileo fought and he fought in the kickboxing, in the in boxing the ring. ring. Yeah. And I was like, well, a cage is different than a ring. Yes. Like it's smaller. Yes. And you can't use the, the, not, the ropes yeah like, you're gonna go through that yeah 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 i was like surface i was like fit con i was like kickboxing dope loved watching that love watching mma yeah not in the same <laughs> way, i was like oh probably so they could, did mma they did there. mma oh, in the he did kickboxing no 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 kent mavaleo oh, okay. was fighting and he fought in the in the boxing ring and MMA. i was like why'd you guys do that in the boxing ring it was it was very and and like I don't know anything other than like, I was watching it and I was like, why, what is happening? <laughs> like I watched a heavyweight fight and I was like, no, <laughs> you guys should not be in there. Like I'm fat. I'm a big guy. I weigh 280 pounds. I would not fight in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I'm good. Well, we'll see. I was talking to the guys at Steel Fist the other day, if they're looking to do kickboxing, they did like one kickboxing show before COVID shut everything down. Oh, really? I believe, I don't know. That seems like so long ago. 2020 or a Muay Thai Thai fight Muay Thai uh, I think is sanctioned a little bit differently Um, so I think it's probably easier for them to do to organize the kickboxing just with the rule set and everything Um, but yeah they said that they they were into doing it I don't know if it's going to be in the cage they're like (laughs) send us a list you know let us know who wants to fight and we'll start matching kickboxing so yeah that'd be cool hopefully kickboxing kickboxing and steel fist yeah that'd be cool yeah because there's no ground in that all standing you just stand up so yeah and, that, and those are pretty fun those are fun to watch yeah and you know what's funny is like because when you talk about matching up fighters everybody loves a boxing or a kickboxing match right even with mma yeah. you get those yeah nobody MMA likes a great, yeah stand yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing's happening and you're like 
And like, I like jujitsu and wrestling. So I'm like, yeah, no, he's in a great spot. Like right. don't stand him up, dude. Um, because everybody, nobody likes a grappling match. Yeah. I'm starting <laughs> to, the more that you learn and the more you know about it, it's just, it's just infinite. Like there are just so many things and yeah. so many components. It's yeah. just, and there, there was even, um, there was even, they tried to like, I think they still do it. Is it Eddie Bravo? Who does like the slap jujitsu? Oh, All right, combat this is jiu-jitsu. for you. This is for you. Slap <laughs> jujitsu. I think Eddie Bravo does it. Um, but it's like open palm. Yeah. And you're grappling, and you get to like slap. That's so funny to me. Slap, slap, just BJ. Slap yeah. jitsu. Just put BJJ and see what see what comes up. Because I think. Oh yeah. Okay, combat. You were right. Okay, yeah. combat jujitsu. <laughs> it's bananas. They just slap each other. They like roll around and slap each other. That's great. You don't have, we don't have to watch anything. Dude, have you seen X-Arm? No. What Jakey's, look up X-Arm. Okay. You know what though? I've heard about this because X-Arm. X-Arm fighting. Okay. All right. There's a two minute video. Let's see. Okay. Let's see it. At least for a minute. This this looks like it'll be funny. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) So what is this? So are they like arm wrestling? Here, turn it down a little bit. So I believe it's full like MMA rules. Really? But over this table. Fast forward. I want to see him. I want to see him fight. Good stuff. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. It looks like they're, so they started arm wrestling. Yes. But you're, you have to keep the grip. (gasps) What? What the heck? He just bent that guy's arm over the table. So you have to keep the hands together. Yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. But you can like oh, kick and you can. Yeah. What a free. What the heck is this? What the heck Holy is this? <laughs> Glad I could show you something new. Wow, too. dude. Okay. All right. You can do that. That's yeah, insane. That's yeah, I saw the guy do like a flying arm bar over the table. Yeah. That's you see wild. that at the beginning? Yeah. Was, that's not fair. That you're using the table. That's why you can't wear a cup. Oh, is that the thing? No, you, you, you can't wear a cup in jujitsu because Uh-oh. because like you can use the the leverage. The leverage. Yeah, yeah you can put it right on the cup. The and, fulcrum. Yeah, and it's a fulcrum. I mean, I think I think you. I don't know. I've I maybe TMI. I've never won a cup in my life. Neither Football, wrestling. I don't know. Football, wrestling, rugby. Like never wore one. Jiu-jitsu never happened. I always tell my guys it's your business. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your stuff. You want to wear a cup. <laughs> well, like, I don't know, but it's just very rare. Like, I've never, I, although I've never kicked, so that might change the story, but. It might. It'll take one, you know. Oh, yeah. For I, sure. I had a kid last weekend after sparring class. It's like, <laughs> can I buy a cup? Yes. Yes, you can. He's like, okay. I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's funny. But that's just bananas, so you have to keep your that's medieval stuff, dude. That's it is. Crazy. Well, that's that's what Jake Paul used that's to do. That's what Jake yeah. Paul used to do. Yeah, he's oh, a wild wow, dude. dude. <laughs> Maybe I can talk him into coming on here, and he'll tell you all about it. That'd be cool. Has he been on Jason and Zach? No, I think they're primarily interviewing fighters these days, and Jake's not trying to fight right yeah, now. That's fair, unless it's the other Jake Paul for name rights. Oh yeah, right. I don't know. I think those guys are just make, trying to make money. Which they've done. They're doing it. Which they've done, by the way. So, okay, cool. Yeah, Yeah. Triller, is that what they're called? I have no idea. Okay. I think that's Jake Paul's one, but he's like, 
they just, I think they just like to make a lot of money. I think who was there? Um, Oscar or no, one of the, one of the old fighters was at their last fight or one of the old boxers and he was just high as a kite the whole time. It was awesome. But, uh, it was a, I didn't pay for it. I watched it the next day. <laughs> That's what happens when, when you do that. But so you have, so, so, uh, but you have a lot of, a lot of people coming up, a lot uh, of people yeah. coming up. Fighters. Yep. And, and how do you, how do you pick who in a gym? How do you pick who's going to fight? Like you get a kid who walks in, a man who walks in, mm-hmm. girl who walks in, whoever walks in mm-hmm. and they're like, I want to fight. Mm-hmm. What's your rules for that? Um, it's going to depend on their experience. Are they coming in, you know, yeah, with yeah, yeah. zero MMA, like just off the street, like sure. I want to be a fighter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we're going to put you into some classes, give them at least six months. That's like okay. minimum. We'll give you some time just to see how things go. Yeah. You know, if you're coming in maybe from another gym, you know, we've had people come from out of state and, yeah. and whatnot. Um, that might look a little bit different, but it's hard to say too. Do you do like reference checks? They're like, I fought forever. Well, like, it's kind of one of those things in the fight world. Even when you're matching you can fights, see. I always say you do your own tell. research, right? Like don't rely on topology or whatever. To, yeah. So, well, what's funny is like, do your own research. you can also tell like if you got a kid who comes in and they're like, I'm a fighter. You're like, okay, there's yeah. the mat. <laughs> like, yeah. no, you're not. <laughs> or yeah. let's okay. see how you hang yeah, okay, in, a, cool, yeah. in a class, right? Just, yeah. Okay. Well, he did all right. Yeah. That's funny. But it depends on the individual. I think just like with anybody, you know, um, people come with different skills and abilities. Some people pick things up really quickly. Some people don't. Some people, you know, we've had people like, hey, you're you're ready. Your skills are there, but maybe their confidence isn't there. Sure. And then you have some people who have all of the confidence and and the skills. skills. You're like, yeah, chill out. (laughs) Pump the brakes. At least you've got a heart, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, all right, well, let's take that and like give you some skills now because you need to exactly yeah that's cool i was in a gym once where they wouldn't let you even talk about fighting unless you were a blue belt in jujitsu okay they were like don't even like when you get your blue belt we'll talk yeah they're like until then like we'll wait which i thought was cool like do you know um do you know sep i don't know how yeah he runs the mma i n n yeah that's right institute of mismarks Salt Lake City. Yes. I he's, think he used to train with uh, some of my coaches back at the Muay Thai Institute. He, yeah, uh, yeah. That he's a great boxer. Yeah. I met him. I met him at that. Yeah, we met, I met him at Fusion, the Fusion Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Sandy? Or Salt Lake? Mm, South Salt Lake. Or uh, like Sugar House. I think I've been over there for weigh-ins before. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They teach judo out of there too. Oh yeah, that's, that's one that cool. I want to try. I want to try some judo. Judo. I we learned so what's cool about freestyle wrestling mm-hmm. is you learn a little bit of everything. That's cool. Like judo had like because in freestyle there's a lot of hip tosses. Mm-hmm. Um because it's all and and then I mean it's not all but you get the most points when you throw somebody. Yeah. So it's a lot of throws. Then there's Greco-Roman wrestling, mm-hmm. which is only upper body, so mm-hmm. you can't go for the legs period. So there's a lot of upper body throws that you do from there. Mhm. Um, so yeah, like when I was in freestyle, like we had a couple judo coaches come in and they would show us like the freestyle versions of some of these throws. Like it's basically no gi judo. Oh yeah. A okay. lot of no, like no gi judo. Yeah. Um, it was just funny because when I went and competed in a jujitsu tournament, uh, I, I was a white belt in a gi, but I was a blue belt in a no, in no gi, even though I didn't know how to tap anybody, but you know, no gi, you start on your feet. Yeah. And I love it. 
like I'll never end up on my back if we start on my feet. You're not gonna pull guard? No. <laughs> no. Mm, not really. No. Nah. I I see people do that, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like I whatever. I don't care. But I wouldn't because I just I I just I know I'm gonna take you down. And like if we're in the blue belt range, yeah. there's not a lot of like other wrestlers in that range. Um now don't get me wrong, like I love jujitsu and the number one reason I love jujitsu is because I get my ass kicked so much. Yeah. I get my ass kicked by a lot of people who are way less than me. Um so so it's great. But like for the most part, it's it's great. Like takedowns are great. Like that's my that's my whole world is takedowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's how I got my first MMA fight, by the way. So this, I walked into this gym one day and they did kind of what you guys did. Uh-huh. Right? They look at you and they're like, oh, this guy wrestled. See what you got. They're like, okay, he wrestled, whatever. Like roll with this guy. And I do okay. Like I don't know any jujitsu. So of course I get my ass kicked. He taps me or whatever. Um, but he has a fight. The, the owner of the gym had a fight coming up. Mm-hmm. And so like a lot of ego in this gym, he goes, let's do strikes versus takedowns. And I get partnered up with the MMA, like the pro MMA owner of the gym. And he's like, and, and I go, okay, what are the rules? He's like, well, I'll strike and you try to take me down. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I take him down like 10 times. Nice. Yeah, right. And he goes, Hey, I'll, I'll give you free classes. If you, because he was fighting a wrestler and he oh, wanted so he me wanted to teach him how to, to like stop defend takedowns or like take. And so I got uh, free MMA classes uh, and I taught this guy how to just defend takedowns. And, awesome. <laughs> and so that was my story in MMA. And then I never did it again. <laughs> I never went back. But a lot of respect, though. Like, I love all the fighters. Yeah. That's why I buy tickets every time. I don't even know the guys I bought. I don't even know the guy I bought tickets for last time. Just support. Just to like, support. Yep. I was like, Jason told me who to buy them for. We're going to support fighters, period. It's and a then, noble cause, man. These these kids put a lot into, you know, all of the preparation that yeah. goes into getting there and <clears throat> and takes a lot of heart and bravery to even step in there. Yeah. 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 I mean, I do, and I love it, too, because if you're doing a, I, you know, and some people it's a some people it's their life mm-hmm. and some people it's a hobby. And I think either way is awesome mm-hmm. because you're like doing something with your life other than, you know, Nothing. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than just going to your nine to five and then going home and sitting down and doing whatever. Yeah. Um, which is, all, I don't know. I, I'm, I believe in happiness, but I also like when I see people getting up and, and doing just something. Cause right. like, I can't go to a gym. That's how, that's why I like jujitsu. Yeah. I'm not going to go lift weights. Like I did that for, for a long time. I did. Yeah. My stepdad was into like bodybuilding and pushing weights and stuff. And he would force me to do that every once in a while, but I could never get into it. I worked at 24 hour fitness yeah. for a while yeah. back in the day and. Couldn't, couldn't get into it and found Muay Thai and I'm like oh this is fun I'm and it's hooked. exercise like, and it's yeah. like you can yeah you way can like, funner than running on the hamster wheel or right? yeah or like I, I always like I always thought it was different because I always made fun of people who were like oh, I can bench press a lot of weight and like bench press like competitive uh weightlifting is great mm-hmm. but my thing was like yeah but your 305 bench press isn't going to stop me from kicking your ass mm-hmm. like your abs aren't going to stop anything right <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, okay, dude. I'll still choke you dead. Yeah. I, yeah. Have you seen those videos on YouTube, like bodybuilder versus jujitsu? Oh, yeah. I like the ones where like they put, so I have a daughter and mm-hmm. I, I put her in jujitsu. And I love the ones where they put like a, like a, a big girl. bodybuilder against like one of those, one of these purple belt, brown belt jujitsu girls. Yeah. And just watch them get wrecked. That, give, that restores my faith in humanity. Yes. I'm like, that's. 
sick. Love I would send everybody there. Did you see uh, the match against uh, Gabby Garcia and Amanda Levy? No, but Gabby Garcia is the Brazilian. She's the bigger Brazilian, mm-hmm. right? She's they. You should look up a clip of that. We had Amanda Levy at our gym last weekend for a seminar. Was that last weekend or the weekend before? Oh, it was wow. two weekends ago. Gabby, Gabby's big. Yeah, that girl's big. Yeah, well, and that was the thing. Was it she like an a, absolute match or? Oh, I don't even know. I don't know who Amanda Levy Low is. Low grappling. Flow yeah, I love. Well, I love. Yeah, I watch Flow Wrestling and Flow Grappling. Yeah, like, I'm subscribed to them all day. Just show you how much I don't right, know about jujitsu right. right now. <laughs> go, Gabby. I can't remember. G A B I. Um. Uh, Garcia. Oh yeah, Brazilian jujitsu. Yep, martial artist right there. Yeah. Is she? Is she MMA too? Uh has she done MMA? I don't know. It looks like it. Amanda Levy. All right. Upset here. of the year. Upset of the year? Yeah. Okay. You'll like this one. Okay. Yeah. But you got to skip to the end because I'm not watching 16 minutes. But she, see, she comes out. Oh, Amanda Levy's not that big. No. So this must be like an absolute match where they just, there's no weight, doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's big. And people don't understand. Oh, no. Rear naked choke. That's a that's just a bread and butter move. Oh, that's a that's a so what she did was she changed it from a blood choke to a to a throat Thro- choke because choke. because like you just pull through it like if they're reaching up there like that mm-hmm. you just pull through the hands that's how Conor McGregor lost to Habib okay. this move right, right when she switches from here. Like crossing her arms mm-hmm. to this, she's it's like a neck crank to slip through into like the, a throat choke. But she's uh, she's gonna get that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not good. Oh look, she's up like no. It stays on her back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she won in by points. Okay. Oh yeah, she dominated the match. She did so good. You'll have to go back and watch the whole thing. It's, okay, you I will. enjoy it. That's crazy, though. Yeah. Yeah, points are weird in jujitsu too. Yeah, I, don't, still I still, don't, I don't know. I've, the <laughs> I'm a blue belt. I still don't understand points. But that's, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. But it that gives me a lot of hope because it's like that's one of the great equalizers is jujitsu. Yeah. Like you can be really small. Like that's also why I like wrestling and jujitsu is because like, I remember learning the last, the most, one of the most important lessons of my life on the wrestling mat. And that was, you never judge somebody by how they look. Yeah. Because we had, we were like one of the top teams in Iowa, like my high school, we were like top eight. We like, there's, there were 14 wrestlers on the varsity team. 10 of us were ranked wow. 10, 12 of us were ranked. Some of us, like if we weren't in the top 10, we were in the top 12. Like we had a guy and a guy and everyone. And I remember going to this meet. And we had not, like, I'd never seen this team before because uh, we just didn't normally wrestle them. And now we're wrestling, like, in the districts to, like, get to Team State. Yeah. And so I, I didn't know who he was. And some of the kids were talking. And, and I was just in my thing. And we have our number two guy, Chase Hellenthal, goes out on the mat. And this kid walks up to face him. And I'm like, who do they put? They must have put the JV guy out. I'm like, <laughs> easy work, easy work. You know, we're like, we're like freaking Cobra Kai or whatever. Get him a body bag. <laughs> and, uh, and cause this guy, I mean, and our chase, he looked like a farm. He looked like corn farmer, yeah. right? 
really, he was 115 pounds, 20 pounds, stocky. He looked big. He looked like a wrestler. The kid who comes out, he's a little bit taller, you know, really lanky, like, you know, slinky, right? And I'm like, dude, Chase is going to run through this guy. Easy match. I didn't know that that was the number one wrestler in the state of Iowa. Oh, snap. And he was like a senior and Chase was a sophomore. And he almost, I mean, like, I think Chase won by like one point. But I just remember like that whole match going like, I cannot believe what I'm seeing right now. This kid should not be like, I didn't like this kid doesn't look like he'd be that good. That's such a great lesson, though. And like really something that I love about martial arts. Is yeah, that it's it's even, don't ever judge yeah. somebody by how they look because yeah. they will come out on the mat and whoop your ass. I mean, we have you know, a gym <laughs> full of people. I, I always love to tell, you know, people who come in that think that only fighters train in the yeah. gym. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's only for fighters, only for professionals or whatever. Um, you don't have to be a fighter to go train. You right. know, there's there's police officers in there. There's you know, that's good too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you that's know. good too. Um, Did you work with the police officers when uh, during 2020 when the mayor of Salt Lake City banned uh-uh. chokeholds from police officers? Uh-uh. Did you work with any uh-uh. of those? Okay, I don't know. I just want. I was just curious if like one day they came in like mother. <laughs> okay, it was like I I understand why they did it. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. But I also know that like, and you know, yeah. being in a jujitsu gym, like I get choked out every morning yeah. and I choke people out yep. and I've never killed anybody and I've never yep. seen anybody die from a chokehold. Yeah. When you do it right. And when everybody knows it what they're doing. It can be a safe way to equalize. Neutral, yeah, yeah. Neutralize, neutralize the situation. Yeah. Like, you know, and especially if you're in the, and, and like, because I've been choked out mm-hmm. six seconds, you wake back up, feels like a long nap and then yeah. you're fine. And then you just, well, okay, I got to check out. With your <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I understand why though. I understand because of the, because, well, because of that amateur thing I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. you got people who don't know what they're doing, who, who have this thing that gives them a huge ego. Mm-hmm. By the way, I love police officers. I, I just don't like bad police officers. <laughs> it's a position thing. Did you yeah. ever uh, stand for prison experiment? Yeah, 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 yeah. Enough said. <laughs> right. But yeah, so I mean, like, I, I know I always got to say that I, my wife, when she listens to these, I'm like, dude, like police officers need to do training. And then I go, but I love police officers because yeah. I do. Well, everyone needs training and that's, yeah, you know. but you, but yeah, but like, but when the state cuts a budget like that and they don't pay for police officers to get like combat training or de-escalation training, like, what did you think you were going to get? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not, not saying that they're not trying their best with what they have, but like, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And and then you get thrown in these really hard situations. Like it's unbelievably hard to be a police officer. It's even harder to be a police officer yeah. when like you don't have the right tools. Yeah. And you don't have like you got you got the state who doesn't fund it yep. and you got the people who are who are all they see is the media. Exactly. That's a hard spot to be in. Yeah. It is. That's a tough spot. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason I was telling my hubby the other day like for some reason every once in a while I think Maybe I should be a cop. And then I'm like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. They don't make any money. Yeah. There's a, there's a state trooper that I know. And he, one day he was talking to us, like trying to recruit us a little bit. Maybe a highway patrolman. And it was like a highway, a state highway patrolman was like 1950 an hour. Wow. No way. Especially for all that they deal with. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying 1950. This is not my privilege coming through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm like, you look like you can get a warehouse job. Yeah. For more than that. Yeah. You you can go take one class, one accounting class 
and get an accounting job that pays more than that. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like all the risk and all the late nights and all that stuff you got to deal with. Yep. He was like, 1950. I was like, nah, I'm out, dude. That's a hard job. It is a hard for $19.50. You got to love that. I or, was going to say there's got to be a lot of heart there, <laughs> a lot of passion. Because like, because like all you got to do is drive down State Street and you get like 14 warehouse jobs that are paying 30 bucks an hour. Yeah. You can be a welder, yeah. plumber, electrician and not have to deal with any of that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, but I like, again, I'll, I'll end it with like, I love police officers. I think they need more training. I think we need to like give police officers more money. Yeah. I think defund the police was the most ridiculous statement they could have come up with. Yeah. I was like, no, like we should give them more no, money resources, to train. Better yeah. Resources. Better resources, more money, like de-escalation training. Like, right. Um, I have a friend who goes to police uh, departments and trains them to notice uh, autism. She's an autism coach. Oh, that's amazing. Right? Because like... I think it, I listened... I might have listened to her episode. Yeah. Do you have her on? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I listened to that one. Um, She's going to... Natalie Castro yeah. was her name. And uh, which is great. Like, yeah, because if you don't know I what... If you don't know what that. autism job, is... Natalie. Yeah. Thank you for your work. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but yeah, but if like you don't know what autism is, you think this person isn't listening to you and they're right. being ag- aggressive. Yeah. Like... Or defiant or... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No. Like... He's just as right. Like this is how people die. Yeah. Like you mistake autism for defiance. Right. It's like, no, just like talk to him, yeah. <laughs> talk to them, like give them a little bit and they'll come right with you. Yeah. They'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, but, uh, but, and that's so like, but she even says like she fights budgeting, right? Because that's, she does that full time. And she's, and so it's like, she's like, if I could do it for free, I would, but she, like, for better or for worse, Hard. we live in a capitalism. We could live in a capitalistic society. Yeah. <laughs> that's the cards. That's the cards we're dealt. So, here, here we are. <laughs> so you either, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes, I wish everything could be free and that we could all still have everything we wanted. But unfortunately, or fortunately, whatever you want to look at. Yeah, it, however <laughs> you want to look at it. Yeah, opportunities, yeah. right? Opportunities yeah. out there in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So, so other than that, though, yeah, I don't know how we got on that. Uh, everyone should train martial arts you should on that right for everyone yeah not just for fighters do you have kid classes not right now um covid kind of killed our kids program uh but we've been wanting to bring it back so yeah covid killed everybody's kids program yeah yeah we only had a, a couple of kids in the program anyway and it was kind of you know, do we put more into this or pull it back? And just with the timing of everything, just like put it on it's kind of challenging, but we do have, mm-hmm. I love that we have um, like some young men that come to our class, like basically anybody over age 12 or like, okay. yeah, go ahead and come into the adults class. If you can hang, you're good. Yeah. Nobody's going to bully them or beat the crap out which of them. Which is you great know? by the way. Yeah. Which is so cool for somebody to see. Yeah. Like I like when young men and young women can see like, cause you deal with bullies, mm-hmm. but then you walk into a gym like that. And you think the black belt who looks all grizzly, right? This is the nicest guy you'll ever meet in exactly. your life. They're watching ever. your back. They're looking out for you. Yeah, they'll stop. Yep, yeah. they'll stop. They'll teach you a lesson when you need to learn a lesson. Yep. <laughs> and also, you're on that equal playing field, right? Yeah, like yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're just two people in the gym right now. Like yeah. you're you're going to be treated just the same as everyone else. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I I love that. That's yeah. probably one of the, to see like these guys who really could be like monsters, mm-hmm. right? Do you remember that movie? Or excuse me, not the movie. But when you said mayhem, that reminded me of the fighter mayhem, the old fighter mayhem. And he did a show called Bully Beatdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that. a great show before that guy went crazy. <laughs> that guy went nuts. 
I don't know what happened to him. It was a great show though. He would go find the, he'd be like, this guy's been bullying me. And then he would go find the bully and he, and he would match him up with a pro fighter. He'd be like, Hey, I don't want to fight you, but like, do you want to come? And he would like incentivize. He'd be like, if you can, if you can hang with this pro fighter, like I'll give you 10 grand. But every time you get tapped out or you get knocked down, like you lose money. Yeah. What a great show. Great show. You know what I'm doing later? (laughs) I forgot about that show. Isn't it a good one though? That, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. Can't be mad about that. There was one though where the bully like made it all the rounds with a pro fighter oh, wow. and got the 10 grand, but like left like on a stretcher. Lessons <laughs> he, he, was that like, day. he was like, I got 10 grand, but I lost it all in medical bills. Or <laughs> but, but it's cool to see the people like that was one of the things that was inspiring for me was you can see like these people who are like actually badasses. Yeah. If you're a black belt in jujitsu, you're a badass. Yeah. But you wouldn't harm a fly. Yep. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Tranquility and Roses. Tranquility and Roses offers intention candles. So everything from self-love to abundance, to prosperity, to passion, to alignment and gratitude, there's a candle for everyone and everything in your life. They're made with natural soy wax that is eco-friendly and natural oils safe for the family. And the benefit, they have a burn time of about 30 hours. What are you waiting for? You can use code the thinking project for 20% off your first order, go to tranquilityandroses.com. Again, that's code the thinking project for 20% off your first order at tranquilityandroses.com. And it'll be the best decision you've ever made. They wouldn't do any, they would like, and even if you were John Adam, they'd be like, all right. Yeah. It'd be like, cool. See ya. Yeah. Like one of my favorites is uh, like Henry Gracie, like those guys. Mm-hmm. They're cool, man. Those guys are cool. And they'll Chill kill you. Back. Yeah. yeah. They'll kill you for real yeah. in real life. If, they never would, but they, you know what I'm saying? Yep. That I think everybody should do. Do you do like, like women's classes? Not right now. I'm actually looking for more women to join the team. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Always looking for more women, especially with our MMA. We have a handful yeah. of girls that do Muay Thai with us. Um, but there's only like one or two of us that do the MMA. So any oh, really? girls out there who maybe you're into striking or grappling, <laughs> yeah. you want to do some MMA or if you're looking for an introduction. Yeah. I remember yeah. Sep, Sep does like Muay Thai too. Yeah. And uh, he was like, the first thing you should teach your daughter is a, a front kick. Yeah. To like keep somebody away. Yeah. That's one of the first things I really like to teach um, with Muay Thai because it's an extension of your jab, right? Yeah. If if your jab or your front hand can be used as a shield and to control your space, your teep is just an extension of that. Yeah. It's something when you have someone with a reach advantage on you and you're trying yeah. to control your space and keep them away, you know, yeah. that, that front kick is good. Yeah. Girls should know that for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just a great tool. Like, like I, uh, like, yes, you know, people there, we shouldn't have sexual assault. Yeah. I, I would, I would eradicate that first, but I, you I also like to live in a world where men are afraid to touch a woman inappropriately. Yeah. Like you fear uh, for your life. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I would. Uh, yes. And I would, I would, but, and not, but, but on the same token, I think we should give girls everything that they need to protect them. Like that's yeah. why my daughter's in jujitsu. Cause it's like, if I can't protect you, like you're at least going to know how to yeah. do it. Like you're going to be able to like live. Well, and that's like fighting too. You yeah. Know? You, yeah, you yeah, do yeah. all the preparation, but when it comes down to it, it's you. Like yeah, you're yeah. in there on your right. own by yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking about that on, on Jay's podcast. We did, we uh, did a podcast with a guy named Jason and I was like, you know, one of the hardest lessons as a dad is like, You've heard like in football, they're like, oh, the coach, you know, the coach can't play for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like this kind of play and nobody takes it seriously because he, 
I could, but I can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but the thing is like, you can't and you can't <laughs> like it. It's not possible. No. Like, it's not like he's choosing not to go out on the field and play for you. Yeah. It's not that it's like, no, there's no way. And so that's the hardest parent thing as a parent. It's like, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. But I can give you all the tools to be ready for it. Exactly. Yeah, I think women should do that. That'd be great. Those are my favorite. When a when a guy when a guy messes up and catches some girl like that and and uh, she's like a Muay Thai. Those are my videos. They just beat the shit out of him. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Some guy trying. If I if I showed up on that scene, I'd be like, what? I'd be like, you look like you fell down the stairs, homie. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be like. I don't know. I didn't see anything. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's also the kind of guy I am. I'm like, yeah. no, dude, I'm not doing that. But anyway. Be prepared. Yeah. Don't, yeah, just don't wait for yeah, it to prepared. happen. Yeah. You know, to, oh, no, maybe I should learn some skills. <laughs> like, no, get the skills. I always talk about, you know, don't, you know, it's going to rain. There's right. going to be rainy days. Buy yourself an umbrella. Yeah. You know, yeah be yeah. ready. Be ready for those days. <laughs> yeah. It right, happens. Right, you know, right. there's conflict. Even just leaving the gym tonight, um, one of our newer guys, stopped and told me, you know, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I I work in a really tense and kind of aggro environment. And he said, just, just being here and having these skills make me feel more confident. And I carry myself differently because of the time I've spent here. Yeah. And that's That's the stuff like I could cry about it right now, but like, that's (laughs) why I do what I do. Yeah. That's that's what's motivated me all of these years to Mm -hmm. keep the gym open, keep it rolling, bringing the people in. Yeah. And you offer, so is it like all day classes? You got morning classes? You got- yeah, we've got a little bit of everything. We've got, I just started morning classes at the end of the year. So we're doing 1130 a.m. Monday through Thursday Muay Thai. Uh, and then Gustavo runs a noon jujitsu class. And then let's see, in the evening, we've got 530 p.m. Muay Thai Monday through Friday and 630 p.m. MMA Monday through Thursday. Cool. Yeah. Right on. And where's your gym? We are at 3361 South and 200 East uh, in Salt Lake, suite number three on the north side of the building. Some people get lost around there. It's like a big warehouse with six different uh, offices in it. Oh, cool. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Google. Uh, go to our website, slcmoytai.com. Uh, you can register for a free trial class on there. I've also got my 10 class passes on sale. Um, what else? We also do offer a free uh, one-on-one introductory lesson. So if you're coming in with zero martial arts experience and you're nervous to just jump into a class uh come talk to me and we'll do a free one-on-one intro uh work on stance and form and get you comfortable before jumping into a class oh so, that's cool yeah i want to do everything cool. i can to make it like make sure people stay yeah. yeah yeah that's why some some jujitsu gyms don't let you roll until you're a blue belt yeah because they're just like look we don't want you to get i get discouraged that. yeah right? absolutely yeah well that's really cool why I, I appreciate you being here did i miss yeah. anything I don't think so. Talked about sponsorships. We talked about fights coming up. Uh, Steel Fist, just plug that one again. Steel Fist on February 19th. Uh, We've got Jake Banuelos who's fighting. If anyone wants or needs tickets, hit us up. We've got them available. Um, Yeah, and again, if anybody wants to sponsor our team, sponsor our fighters, um, (laughs) we'd be very grateful. All right, right on. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me.